So in this practice, our whole intention is to gather the awareness and to be present here now. So at the beginning of the day, we we gather, we, we, we come together. We pay respect to the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha. We reflect on the qualities of the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha. These refuges that are always here, wherever we go, whatever's happening to us, they're always the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha. So this is something we make much of, cultivating an attitude of respect, reverence, interest, longing even to establish and to maintain that awareness. These refuges are always there, always there for us to turn to. And yet so often we become caught up in thinking, planning, worrying, remembering, uh, judging, blaming ourselves and everybody else. Constant activity of the mind. This is our habit. The mind is a very uh, wonderful resource, a very wonderful capacity. And yet when it's not carefully, properly trained, it can lead us into all kinds of difficulties. All kinds of suffering, dukkha. This Pali word that many of you will be very familiar with, and for some it may be a strange word, a new word, dukkha. This experience of stress, struggle, something being not quite right, hard to bear. something that is spoken about so often in the teachings of the Buddha. Dukkha, something that he recognized in his own life and sought an escape from, a way of managing, spending six years of strenuous struggle, strenuous application, doing the best he could and realizing that all his efforts were not really bringing the result he'd hoped for. And then on that wonderful night, (coughs) the full moon of May, sitting under the Bodhi tree, he finally understood, understood the causes of this struggle understood that this struggle is not 
necessarily a permanent feature of our life that we can liberate ourselves from this struggle. And it's a way, a way of living, a way of conducting ourselves, a way of directing the mind and our relationships with ourselves, with each other, that little by little can bring about the ending of this dukkha, this suffering, this struggle. So it's a very practical, a very realistic, very teaching that we can apply in our own lives, each one of us. However complicated, however difficult our life has been, however unfortunate we may feel ourselves to be, each one of us has the capacity to be liberated. So we do this, this chanting, sometimes Pali, sometimes English, sometimes both Pali and English. It's a very prominent feature of our monastic life because it's something that can be very helpful and to be constantly reminded. So wonderful, the phrases I most like in the morning chanting. For the complete understanding of this, the Blessed One in his lifetime frequently instructed his disciples in just this way. Encouraging them to look, encouraging us all to look, to contemplate, to experience directly for ourselves certain aspects of our lives. so that we can, little by little, correct the the, um, unfortunate assumptions that we make about who and what we are, what we must do, and so on. So this is an opportunity to learn a new habit, new habits, new ways of seeing things that little by little can bring more of a sense of inner ease and well-being. Noble truths that the Buddha taught begin with there is suffering, there is dukkha. Life as a human being is difficult. That's the first noble truth. For many people, they simply don't want to hear that. But for all of us gathered here, this is something that we know. That's what's brought us here. Life is difficult. 
We want to find a way out. We want to find a way of making things easier, less of a struggle. That's why we're here. So we understand this first noble truth. Having acknowledged this, there's then the direction. This dukkha, this suffering, this struggle needs to be understood. So that's also why we're here, because we want to understand in order to liberate ourselves. So the next truth is that there's a reason why we suffer. This struggle, this dukkha, has a cause. Wanting, desire, wanting things to be otherwise. Once we relinquish that wanting, that longing, we experience the cessation of suffering, that sense of deep peace, that's a kind of relief. Ah, it's okay. Everything's fine. And I hope that during these days together, some of you will, all of you, will have moments, have times during the day when there's just that sense of, ah, don't have to worry about that. It's okay. And the final truth, that there is a path, there is a way that can support us, that can help to change our view of things to right view. The way of seeing that is in accordance with the way things actually are, in accordance with Dhamma, the truth. This path that gradually over many, many years, we we develop. Constantly applying the teachings, uh, constantly directing the awareness to what is most obvious, what is most immediate, what we can know directly here, now. So over these days, there will be constant, frequent reminders to look. How is it right now? What's happening now? (coughs) Instead of following our habit to always be leaning into the future, If I can only get myself sorted out, then things will be okay. Once I've got my samadhi together, things will be okay. If I can only get rid of this problem, things will be okay. If I can only stop feeling jealous or anxious or fearful or irritated, things will be okay. If I can just get rid of all the problems, things will be okay. That's looking into the future for a wonderful, bright, perfect future. Or if only I hadn't done this, 
Or what about that, that terrible mistake I made? Or wasn't it wonderful, that last retreat I did, how blissful, how fantastic I felt? The sense of wanting to recreate the past, or wanting to escape from the past, or wanting to rearrange the past. All these little strategies that we devise for making things all right. But none of them about, how is it right now? Can I really understand what's happening here, now? Can I really investigate, find out what it is that's creating this dukkha, this struggle, this suffering? Can I understand it? Can I let go of that wanting, that longing? Can I just rest? Here, now, can I just rest? Even if we're not particularly comfortable, even if we're not particularly happy, even if our mood is glum, depressed, grumpy, miserable, can I just be with that and find peace? That deep peace and ease that comes from letting go of the struggle. It's okay. It's all right. So right now we bring awareness to how it is for us in this moment. The mind, the body, the mood. Are you feeling sleepy? Are you feeling irritable, grumpy, excited, curious? You know, whatever it is, we're, we're here for it. We're aware. So we can just sit quietly together just contemplating, how is it right now? And noticing, this is how it is. <laughs> <laughs> 